Sponsor for the year, shout out to Alive, Believe, and Best. Uh, we'll tell you about a few of Alive deals throughout the episode, but just you know, I'll come back to refer a friend and bring your own device. So, episode 24, I got my man Cam. Cam, man, you know, those are not my producer, Cam. Cameron knows. Cam, how, how's it going, man? Morning, morning, morning. What's going on, dog? Right, so, going? For my know you always been like a study guy, trendy guy. You always, you don't dress how everyone dress, you have your own <laughs> style. So, talk to me about where your, your personal style came from. You know, we grew up with watching TV and rap. Uh-huh. So, talk, talk to me about. Whether it be local or international, where your personal style came from? So my sense of style came from a lot of places, dog. I can't lie. I know one of my first influences was my mommy, dog. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie. Like, growing from up... From the womb. From the womb, bro. <laughs> like, growing up, if I ever wanted my mommy to buy me something, she had to like it voice. Mm-hmm. So I had to make sure I looked good before I could even get it. So that was definitely a, a very initial influence. And then one of my godbrothers growing up, same thing. He was big trip. I don't know if you remember, Devin. Yeah, 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 bro. Devin was big drip dog, and I ain't gonna lie, I never admit it, mm-hmm. but it was him. He helped me a lot. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. he helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. And then probably one of my final influences was Kanye, dog. Yeah, you know, like a lot of niggas don't like giving Kanye credit for whatever reason. Because I guess the last couple of years has been some some weird stuff. Every year had been some weird shit, bro. <laughs> Every year, but you know, he consistently him, mm-hmm. and I rate him for it. You so, know, so how like, do you feel about this current big big ramboots? Stuck a gap over the ass face right now. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> at but, least you want this. At least right, you can right, say right. He, he ain't got it right, right now. Right, right, right. I love it, but at the end of the day, still consistently him, bro. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's more so what I took from him. There was definitely a time where I actually liked what he was wearing. Yeah, yeah. But even then, it was consistently him, so that's what I more so And I can remember, because I'm kind of, his first five albums like, perfect to me. I remember when he first came right. out, he had everyone doing the, the shades, right. the shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, had the, he brought the polos mm. and the jackets over mm. him. Like, from, that was like that prime when college rap boy graduation, late registration. Right. You could tell his, he had a huge impact in the culture. And like, look at Yeezys. How many people are wearing Yeezys now? Like, as much as they wear a Jordans Bro, or a Kobe. Or... Yeezy, Yeezy is a $5 billion brand, though. Mm-hmm. He got a billion-dollar partnership with the Gap now, mm-hmm. just off of Yeezy. So... You call him whatever you want. He's also a billionaire, multi mm-hmm. <laughs> billionaire. So it's talking about power clothing, <laughs> from the name to the influence to, to why you why you want sell clothes? Because because some people I know sell clothes just because they want to make a side hustle. But I mm-hmm. can tell you passionate about like stuff like this. So talk to me about clothing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, I am proper passionate about it. I always consider myself a creative more so than anything else. You know, very much so a right-brained individual. Um, I definitely thought it was hard. Harder to get a bag off of that as opposed to being a doctor, mm-hmm. lawyer, or of whatever. Of course, it's, yeah, it's the road less traveled. Right, yeah, exactly. But at the end of the day, it's something that I really like, something that's very passionate about. So I said, bro, I can go for it. And if I could convince my mommy to send me to school for that, I can go. Mm-hmm. And I did. And she did. And, you know, like, when I was over there, I can't lie, I didn't wind up stumbling onto power clothing or achieving power clothing the way that I thought I would have. But at the end of the day, I still gave myself a five-year window to get this done. And within that window, I did. So that's how I feel about so my t- journey. So talk about it, because I, I can't imagine what you would do in school for like, so talk to me mm. about like what, like the school you went to, mm. what the degree is, like mm. the type of class you take, like 
I see what he's talking about. Like, that, to me, that's interesting. Like, I know, like I said, I was a big fan of Kenny, so I know when he went uh, right before, maybe before that, for the fancy, he did like like four weeks in fashion school and stuff. Like mm. That was always like. Yeah, like, he did an internship with um Virgil. Right. Him right. and Virgil did an internship yeah. at Fendi, I think. Yeah, so yeah. something that always like, um, especially as men, like you always have women talk. So right. I, it's always interesting to hear mm. a man's point of view on like that mm. process. Mm. So before I answer that question, I want to acknowledge what you said just now about men. Mm. Um. Another reason why Kanye was a huge influence for me is because um, pursuing fashion, all the icons was always white, gay, and European. Mm -hmm. And I was never none of them things. Right. Kanye. Straight was, black Right, man. exactly. Yeah. Straight black man. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, just seeing him being able to accomplish that as who he was, looking how he looked, liking who he liked, mm -hmm. I was like, bro, I could do this too. Mm -hmm. And I did that shit. So sorry, back no, to no, but yeah. I, I just want to bring it up. But I happy brother. So it's talking about that that process of like going to school for it, mm. telling my friends back and study fashion. Like it's talking mm. about all the facets of you as a young black man mm. pursuing that. Okay, so um, by the time I went, so my process pretty much was um, day one getting there, right? Mm. So I started the fashion program. It was a two year program, and like I said, by the time I started, I was crazy into it. By the, end, by the end of the program, not so much. Because, I, like I say, I wound up realizing that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. I thought that once I immersed myself in a fashion program, regardless of what it was, I was going to wind up having the answers that I needed to, you know, the start a brand. Right. Yeah. And that didn't happen. So by the time I was finished... Um, where, where was it? Um, it was in Toronto. Okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, in Toronto, the city I know is just like a different type of vibe. And right, energy right. And, yeah. So I was more so taking influence from everything else. Yeah, yeah. As that, that to, right, as opposed <laughs> to class itself. But either way, it's still one of working out. So after I was um, working there, I mean, I mean, after I was in school, I was working there. Mm -hmm. I was working within fashion as well. I work at Urban Outfitters. I work at Adidas. I work nice. at Lululemon. You know, like I work at a lot of different places. And what, like, what, when you say work, like, what, what was their role in those jobs? Oh, it's just retail jobs, bro. Yeah. It's nothing serious. Yeah, but at least yeah. you, you learn the knowledge, you know, not the same. Right, you know, yeah, you learn exactly. The consumers, the exactly. The, yeah. And the reason why um, I'm able to do what I do now is because I was a consumer first. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, and you, I, you was buying it first. Right, exactly. And then you were selling it. Exactly, so you know exactly. And I knew exactly what it is they wanted, and I knew exactly what made um, clothes work what they was worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's pretty much the journey. And then, literally, bro, like, like I said, I was in Toronto five years. Um... In school for the first two, work for the last three. And obviously the world ended in 2020. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I saw your power start in 2020. Right, exactly. And yeah. that's exactly when things started to shift for me. Because, like, I ain't going to lie, like, I ain't saying I was ready to give up, but I definitely was discouraged. You used to go you used to towards the Right, yeah, yeah. Starting to plateau for sure. Yeah, yeah. But then, like I said, the world ended, and I had all the time in the world, you know, to just work on what I actually wanted to do. So I wound up. Um, reaching out to my boy Trey Pratt. Shout out to Trey Pratt. He's actually the designer for Power Clothing. Nice. Um, he been to school. Um, he been to fashion school as well, but he did design. I did fashion management. Okay. Because you wanted that, you wanted to do that side of things, like right, like exactly. Because like I, I never wanted to be a designer. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's get that clear. Design yeah. is hard work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like even like when it, within my management program, um, I had a design class. Mm -hmm. And all we make was like a pair of jockey bro. You see what I'm saying? Like it take me four months, a whole semester to make a to pair make of jockey bro. You see what I'm saying? Like that's all I can tell you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like design is hard work, bro. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So I respect designers. You see what I'm saying? I never call myself a designer because I know how it is to actually be one. Mm. I'm more of a curator. Okay. And that's fine. Like, right. Everyone has their own name. Like, 
even in any in any industry, you cannot do everything. Yes, you, you need a team. Everyone like, has bro, to be specialized. Bro, you didn't Kanye sitting behind a sewing machine? Hell right? no. Hell no. <laughs> so anyway, so I reached out to Trey, um, proper designer. He don't work with Nike, Off White, Oakley. Like, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And because he been to school in London with my sister. Nice, nice. That's how I want to meet him. And I reached out to him and I was like, yo, like, um, here's what I want to do. How can I go about doing it? Blah, blah, blah. And we was just brainstorming, brainstorming. And obviously, we both going through the same thing. The whole world going through, yeah. you know, the school. Right, right now, people remember buying clothes. We saw the right. people trying to buy toilet tissues. They're like, they ain't right, exactly, they fresh. Exactly. They can't go nowhere. <laughs> but either way, we still had the time to brainstorm. We had more than enough time. Mm-hmm. So anyway, yeah, I run it by him. And he was down. Mm-hmm. But obviously, this type of stuff takes money. Mm-hmm. So um, just off the of excitement, I wound up talking to one of my other friends, Krishad Lang. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know Krishad, but either way, shout out to Krishad regardless. Mm-hmm. Whether you know him, whether anyone listening to this knows Krishad, shout out to Krishad. Mm-hmm. Krishad is the reason why I started Power Clothing because he was the one that's like, yo, um, how much would it cost to finance this? And I was like, why? And he's like, bro, because I'd be interested in financing it. Wow. And I was like, okay. And so that, like I say, right. Yeah. And like I say, I only tell him because I was excited about the fact that, you know, one day, Eventually, right? Yeah, I'd be this. able to. Meanwhile, he he trying to make this happen tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, you just say, what's what's the money you told me to sign? Right, exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> so after he he essentially gave me the green light, I go on back to trade and we start working on a budget. We start figuring out, you know, how much it would cost, to, you know, to design an entire collection, blah blah blah. So initially, he was going to do uh, a collection, mm-hmm. but so then do it like in a season or something like that. So a collection would be like ten to twelve garments or okay. more. Okay, right. But, like, you don't realize how much, how big of a budget goes into making a collection. Mm-hmm. It was, like, 50K. Yeah. Wow. Right? Yeah. So, when I want to tell Krishada, yeah, he was still down. But he was like, yo, let's start something smaller. Mm-hmm. Not because he couldn't afford it. Yeah. But because he Real- just. just because yeah, we were just trying to be realistic. Yeah. yeah. And that's how we wanted. Because you spend the 50K on 12 and you ain't nothing selling. And Boom. Cars, you get, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, that's how we wound up um, doing the mini drops instead. As opposed to the entire collection. So, and then, um, yeah, me and Trey wound up doing a budget for that instead. And then after we did the budget for that, then I started sourcing everything. I started reaching out to And were you still in Canada or were you back home at this point? I was still in Canada. Because okay. I just moved back January 2021. Okay. And I started this process um, July 2020. Okay, so about six months. Right. Six, seven months. Right. So, um, yeah, so I started... Doing everything, especially after, like I said, I already got the green light. Um, we got start... some seed money. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, so I started reaching out to printing companies, and that's where it started getting stressful. Yeah. Because Ida, um, they offered exactly what I needed, but they was crazy unprofessional. Yeah. Or they were very professional, but they just didn't offer they, what they I needed. Have it. Right. Yeah. So it was just a stressful process. But then by the time I wound up um, moving back home, I was going to try and use a print company over here. Didn't work. But then one of my friends in Toronto put me onto the perfect print company. And now here I am. And that's you still using Yeah, still using them to this day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. before you move on, let's start the live. Refer a friend. <laughs> so think of your friends and on the live network. Multiply that by 25. So basically, if you have, let's say I, I have a live phone. So if I get 25 years right now, I get cash back for every person. So, you know, things are hard in COVID, you know, people like me, I, I like, uh, I like a live. So I refer, so, twin, so please, I will refer you. I'll mm-hmm. put the link in there. 
25 euros, get it, and that's money for me. And and you get better service, and I get some money in my pocket. You know, you love who that, you know, keep fun who that. Um, but basically, like I say, every friend that switches, get, switches, get $25. And so, so not only do I get the money, you get the money. So you, you know, win -win. the other people ain't doing that. You just ain't doing that. So come on, man. So um, refer a friend and start earning the day with a life. So you said something earlier, and I joke about you, and your, your DM is like, is the price of your clothes? Mm. And I say, use Virgil. So before I get into my joke, talk ah. to me about like, the, uh, like so for the uninitiated, mm. how important it is what Virgil did as a black man in mm. the industry that he's been in. Like how, how, how huge is he as a, as an icon? Well, like I say, about the whole Kanye thing, like it was just monumental because I look up to Kanye, Kanye look up to Virgil. Yeah, yeah. So of course, you know, Virgil was a big deal. Rest in peace, Virgil, yeah, by the way. Um, but yeah, that was, that was a huge deal, bro, because Kanye, um, Virgil had his own brand. Off-White. Right, Off-White. He worked for um, LMVH. Right. Yeah. So the, what actually happened is Off-White was his own brand, but he wound up selling a majority stake mm -hmm. to LVMH. Mm -hmm. So we're definitely still alone. And that was an even, even bigger deal because... They bought into a block. Right, LVMH. exactly. Yeah. You know, he was the first, and then they bought into Rihanna's brand. Um, Fenty. Fenty, yeah, yeah. right. So... He definitely was like an icon. Tra trailblazer. Yeah, trailblazer for sure. Mm -hmm. So er, Virgil definitely meant a lot for you know people like me, people mm -hmm. like Kanye, people like you. Mm -hmm. You know. So everyone. you said you know the price. So talk break break down to me what goes into like because like when you make a price for I'm talking mm -hmm. to you, you said you know the price of how much things cost. So break it down for us who actually care about be brand. Mm -hmm. What goes into the cost of an item we buy? Okay, cool. So um, when I was sourcing everything. Um, one thing I wanted to make sure that I was true to was quality. Mm -hmm. So, for example, the average T-shirt is about a four, five ounces. Mm -hmm. My T-shirt's nine ounces. So some weight to them. Yeah, right. Take, yeah. The average sweatshirt is about 12 to 15 ounces. My sweatshirt is 20 ounces. So that's one thing that kind of raises the price a little bit. Mm -hmm. Another thing is the printing process. Like, there's two main printing processes, the screen printing. Mm -hmm. and Which most people know, because you, you won't get, go seven for I'll be printing very quick, you go get a screen printing. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah. the screen printing, would everyone know? Yeah. And then there's DTG, which is direct the garment. Okay. So with screen printing, they print in layers. Yeah. They print the background, they print the, the, the design, and then Word. the font, so, right. Okay, yeah. But with DTG, they literally um, copy the graphic and paste it onto the top of the garment. Mm -hmm. So it sounds simple, but you paying for that simplicity, right. you know, because it's very hard for a machine to do that. Because mm -hmm. it's got a good, like... Right, exactly. And they got to kind of, like, etch it into the garment yeah. so it don't look like... It's basically, you tie you 200 right. graphic on the shirt. Boom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why it's such an expensive process. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of places that can't do it. That's a mm -hmm. problem that I want to face in over mm -hmm. here. Because when I move home, I brought home all my blanks. All my blank sweatshirts, all my blank t-shirts. And I was going to just find a printing company over here. But no printing company over here does... DDG. Uh, and like with this, like with this graphic, for example, right? Mm -hmm. You realize there's a lot of gradients, yeah, right? Yeah, it yeah. ain't just a straight blue. Yeah. It's a lighter blue straight to a darker blue. That's another thing that screen print cannot do. You need DTG for some of that. Mm -hmm. So DTG is another thing that raises the price again. Mm -hmm. And then um, you got to think about labels, because obviously I'm not going to keep the original labels in the garment. I'm going to put my power so and labels in. I got to take the original um, label out. And then replace it with my labels, and I gotta sew that in. Mm -hmm. Then you gotta think about packaging, because, like you say, like I know, 
My shit ain't cheap, bro. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Power clothing t-shirt, $123. Uh, power clothing sweatshirt, $196. You know? It ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. But these are all the things that are raising the price. Mm-hmm. It's the packaging. So if I have expensive garments, at least I could give my customers yeah, some a, proper a, packaging. A nice packaging, yeah. And then also it's the labor. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's a lot, you know, that goes into this process. I ain't going to all this to break even. Yeah, yeah. You, see what you saying? want to make a profit. Right. I got I want to, like... You, you, should, to. you should want me to make a profit yeah, yeah. too, right? Like uh, same way I want you to make a profit, same way I want him to make a profit. Yeah. You said, and I and when I say profit, I don't mean five times, ten times, yeah, yeah. twenty. You know, I just mean some, a profit. Some rest call, yeah, rest some worth my time. That's yeah. all I said. That's all. I'm talking about this design because you see, you got this uh, this lady with a, uh, a necklace and a collarbone and like a crab on it. So talk to me about right. when you designed this. What you designed? So this design, this is actually a picture of my sister. Okay. Right. That's why it's say family sure. first okay. at the bottom. So you got meaning behind it. Right. So power clothing. The reason why I call it power clothing is because it's a brand about empowering behemoth creatives. So this is a photo shoot that my sister did um, with Sherrod Lightborn. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know. Yeah, sure. Right. And they call, actually know your sister. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a photo shoot that Sherrod did with um, my sister a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So same thing during quarantine, I reached out to him and I was like, "Yo, like, is it okay if I use this image for my brand?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I say, "Okay, cool." So I reached out to him, got the permission. We signed a contract. Yeah, everything. make sure everything legit. Yeah, make sure everything legit. And yeah, and then I went out, I went ahead and, and made this happen. And this, this is something I'm very proud of, actually, because mm-hmm. my sister was the one who actually talked me into going to fashion school. Because mm-hmm. obviously, I know I wanted to go. I know yeah, it's something I wanted to do. But mm-hmm. she's like, but I'm like, wait, I know how I can tell mommy this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she said, don't worry about mommy. Me and you, we can sit down. We can talk to mommy. We yeah. can make this happen. Yeah, it's a big sister come true. Say, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. You know, that's what family for. Yeah. Hence, family first. So that's did you definitely... say earlier your mom also went to fashion school? No. She just is big drip, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Simple as that, dog. Yeah. <laughs> not, not, not yeah, not bro. She just got it in her veins, dog. You know? And so I talk, rate her for it. So talking about the next, the next type of, which we're thinking about the future, you know, we two months of the year, but we three months of the year, but mm. you're kind of working on this year. So, yeah, I, bro, I got at least two or three drops already set, mm-hmm. pretty much. Um, it's just a matter of picking which ones to go with first. I went with this one and I went with the flamingo tea at first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, and the, so was it really any reason why you put the flamingo in the back and not the front? Like me, as a man, mm-hmm. I like my graphic tees. Mm-hmm. I don't like put stuff in the back because mm-hmm. I can't take a picture. When, uh, I take, right. when, I, when I take the picture, you can't see it. But that's just me personally. So, so talk to me about well, it's, um, So I big on big graphics. Yeah, me too. Right. I don't want to be in the front. <laughs> but I, like I said, I, I fuck with it. I like it. Yeah. But just me personally, I rather my stuff in the front. Mm. No, no, I mean, it's just some can be in the front, some can be in the back. It's, it did wind up hurting me in the long run because another thing um, that I did, forgot to explain with the price point is that when you printing on the front and you printing on the back, mm-hmm. you get charged twice for that. Jeez. Exactly. Even though it's just one little even crest on the front. Yeah, crest. yeah, yeah. Wow. Even though it's just one crest on the wow. front and then a big graphic on the back, you get charged twice for that. Wow. But at the end of the day, I just really liked how it looked. And yeah, like, I, I trust, I, my, I really I trust like, my designer. I really like that design. Yeah, so I trust my designer enough to go with that. Yeah. So I, like I said, I see you this big long speed on your website about the, the power building. Like, um, so talk to me about just a bit more like the, the meaning of power. Because like, so some power is like, anything can be power. But why mm. why power? What was so strong about that word to make the company power building? Mm. Well, like I say, it's definitely about empowering behemoth creative style. Like it's an urban brand inspired by behemoth culture. I'm huge on behemoth culture. Um, I definitely wouldn't say I always was. Mm-hmm. But living in a foreign land, bro, you'd okay. be surprised how patriotic you could become, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. you'd be surprised. Like, when I go on over there, I definitely wanted to start an urban brand. 
but I didn't necessarily need it to be Bahamian. Mm. Now I need it to be Bahamian. Yeah. You know, like I'm very big on that. So that's something that I made sure um, I stuck to mm. and was very like adamant about making it happen. So Live also has this, this new uh, promotion called Bring Your Own Device. So if you prepay it and you port to Live, you can get $50 cash back over the five months when you bring your own phone. Uh, if you postpaid like me, because I, I can't deal with having my phone cut off. Like I've been postpaid <laughs> for at least like 10 years now. But if you port to Live, you get $550 back over 18 months when you bring your own device. So like people like, you know, uh, my, my, my rich friend, they might go buy an iPhone, <laughs> maybe buy an iPhone in Toronto, uh, and he going to switch over and, you know, so bring your own device and you get cash back over, over the period of time. Um, so like I say, park clothes and I like that you, and, and that's, that's my thing. I, I fuck with people who fuck with Bahamians. So mm. I, I really like to support those type of people. Yeah, bro. Um, and um, you can see any like collaborations coming on. Like, can we get you doing a fashion show? And when mm. see, you've been to school for this fashion management. Can we get you a storefront? Or are you mm. trying to stay, stay in line? So like, let me just help anyone who trying to get into this. Um, if you're going to open a storefront, that's very expensive. It's definitely better to start off online. Especially, you, especially COVID-19. Yeah, exactly. And, bro, everyone online anyway. Yeah. So you might as well start online. Like, obviously, if you pop in like that, because you got brands to this, like, right now, million-dollar brands, like LeBron James wearing it. Like, there's a brand called Rude, R-H-U-D-E. R-H-U-D? R-H-U-D-E. Okay. From a Filipino designer. Jay-Z wearing his shit, LeBron wearing his shit, all these NBA niggas wearing his shit. Rude still don't have a store. Because you don't necessarily need it. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? So, like, keep that in mind. Like, don't just, just because everyone have it don't mean you, you right, got to have right. one. Mm -hmm. Like, Gucci got a store, but it's Gucci, bro. It's Gucci, yeah, yeah. You know? Also, um, you don't have to rush to put your stuff in other people's stores either. Mm -hmm. Because that cuts your profit in half. Right. You see what I'm saying? Exactly. Because you got to sell it to them wholesale. Like, let's say it cost me $20 to make a shirt, right? I'd resell it for 80 but I got to sell it to them wholesale for 40 Damn. So just like that, I miss out on $40. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? So don't be too quick to say, okay, well. Yeah, yeah, just because you want your shit in essence or, yeah. you know, like all these big name stores. Like your time can come where you're making so much money where it don't matter if you're selling retail or wholesale. Mm -hmm. So just be patient. And like, so like you said, this is a luxury urban brand. So you're... Customer base, I mean, regular as people who are Santi or, you know, who sell $10 to $20 shirts. So mm. What do you see, your vision of who you want wearing these shirts, where you want to sell these? Like, what's what's your, like, the, the peak of what you see Park Girls and being? The peak of who I want seeing it? Yeah. Oh, no, just the, the brand itself. Because, I mean, like, when you think of, like you said, the, the, you, you you know that mm. wood is worn by NBA players or that's mm. on rappers. Mm. What do you see Park Girls and being, like, maybe a, a, a rapper post here? Like, what's, what's, what's your, what you aspiring for? Bro. As cliche as this may sound, I want everyone to wear power clothing. Like, it's probably going to take a while, the same way it took a while for everyone to get a pair of Yeezys, but it's been, what, eight years? Yeah. Nine years now? Nine almost, years? Yeah, almost ended, Wow. Yeah. But everyone got a, Yeezys, a pair of Yeezys at this point. You know, like, I ain't going to make it so expensive where you can't afford it at all. But I ain't gonna make it so cheap to the point where I giving it away. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I Cause, never because your like I said, your process has a worth. Exactly. Yeah. I never say I was making cheap shit. I I H and M. Mm. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> no disrespect to H and M, billion dollar company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's funny because that's where I buy my shirt from. But everything. Right. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, so yeah. like, don't <laughs> don't think I destined H and M. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I just wanted, I just want to as, assume that sweet spot. Yeah. yeah. Right so that way, like, yeah, yeah, the same way you could save up. 
100, 150 for a pair of Jordans back in the day. It's probably a little bit more now. Yeah, 200, yeah. 250. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the same way you could save up for that, you could save up for a power clothing Tebow or a power clothing sweatshirt. And I appreciate that because, like I say, most people, you you stick into your guns. Most people are like, okay, that's why I ask you first, you might, are you doing this because you love it or you just mm. trying to make a profit? Mm. Some people selling clothes just because they didn't make a couple dollars. So, right. of course, they go make But it you, that'll look. always show, though. Yeah. That'll always show. Yeah. You could see that, oh, they're just trying to make a couple of dollars yeah. because that's a. I only trying to make a couple of dollars t-shirt. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you, they got a screen, they print it on. Right. I could have made this long time, you know. Yeah. Like, like I said, I started July 2020. I could have been finished August 2020, bro. But, like, I just wanted to make sure I get this shit right. It ain't just about a profit. Of course I want to make a profit. Yeah. But I want but dude, yeah, I want to get it right. There's a meaning behind it. And, yeah. and, and you don't want people to wear that shirt and then... After wash a couple of times. Right, next thing you know, it's the Shami. You know what I'm saying? Or you see your boss sister face starting to... Right, right. No, you ain't going to be washing your car with no power glue and shit, bro. So this is pretty good. It's pretty informative. And we talk off air about the Kanye documentary. I didn't actually know you was a big Kanye fan until you start. Huge Kanye fan. So like I'm saying, I'm going to wait until um after the third part comes on next week before I watch it. But I've been seeing like some good feedback. And I don't know who whose like, idea it was to like focus on shooting it. Mm. But they said they have some like prime content like like mm. in the psychiatrist's office and like this is some, wow. some never before seen stuff. Mm. I just hate what he has become now with the between the Micah stuff and the crying for his wife and, mm. and that that mm. is kinda into that. It's but a like, lot. but it's the a first lot. five albums I know we're for it. Like for real. My mm. favorite song ever, like my actual favorite song is I Wanna. Off graduation, that's my favorite song. Mm. So like, yeah. I'm a huge fan. One of my favorite old Kanye songs is Runaway, for sure. And so the yeah, piano, yeah, the yeah. piano part, yeah, bro. Yeah. So my beautiful, so in my life, I have a lot of albums that define. I remember periods of my life. I remember Dark Fancy. I mm. was in COB. I drive mm. my little two dollar car, mm. and, I, and I just every time. So every time I hear, I hear you know, um, Monster and um, so about like I just take me back to a certain place. Mm. I remember when Eight Weeks dropped and me and this girl break up, and like I remember Heartless and all that. <laughs> I remember I wonder, I remember Carlos Trapper, I remember being away in the States, listening to True the Wire. Mm. I remember when Diamonds first came out, I thought it was the hottest shit ever. Like, mm. I just, I was such a huge Kanye fan. Yeah, I definitely got into Kanye, I would say from, what was that name of the album? Life of Pablo. Oh, wow, mm. really? Mm. Wow, that's what I sounded like. So obviously, Buffett. since I got into that, I wound up going back. Backwards. Right, right. I, I'm jealous because I wish I, I wish at that at that stage mm. I could hear Old Kanye for, for, for right, the first yeah, time. Right, yeah, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember Jesus. Jesus was when my my, my um sister graduated at, um SAC. Mm. She graduated out, so Jesus would have been 2013. So I, it's just so crazy that, that I could a lot of moments in my life I could put back mm. to that Kanye album. Mm. Yeah, one thing with me, if I find out about someone, it don't matter how late I find out about you them, yeah, yeah. I'll go back. Yeah, yeah. Same thing with TV. I just stopped, me and my sister were talking about this yesterday. I just started watching TV, bro. Yeah. Like, I started watching TV, like, maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. And everyone's like, how? Like, what you was doing? And I'm like, bro, I was outside, bro. <laughs> you was you in the <laughs> Yeah, bro. I was, I was on road, bro. Yeah, you yeah. Same thing with music. Like, only after, only when I gone off to school. I know for me, that's a big part to run to, like, the music yeah, because you on the subway all the time. You know, like you take the subway everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So the least I could do is listen to music on yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. So I just wound up getting really big into it. And then over there, they they big into music too. Because yeah. it's Toronto, bro. Yeah. Drake from there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. everyone into music over mm-hmm. there. So. So anyway, else, you want people to know, know, but you where they find Paul Call that and just tell people what you, what you want them to know. Um. Well, I just want everyone to know that I'm very serious about this. I'm very passionate about this brand. This ain't just a gimmick. You know, I want people to, to tune in to Power Clothing and to what's to come. I want people to know that I'm willing to take this as seriously as I need to. 
And I can't wait to see how big Power Clone is about to be. Explain Shout it. out Power Clone at Power Clone Bahamas. There's a quality right down there. On the <laughs> screen, you know. um, so thank you so much. This has been episode 24 of Who That 242 and third podcast. Ever. I am Timmy, and you know, you've been best with life. We are live. And see you next time. Who that? What? Who that? Who that? What? Who that? What? Who that? What? Who that?